Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast with Bree and Burr. We're a podcast that tells you spooky stories, folklore, and mythology that don't make sense. If you have any suggestions for these crazy tales, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have Twitter. You can find us at castcreep, both C's are capital. Yes, queen. We're also on the gram, Instagram. Ooh-hoo. It's at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have Facebook, like everybody else in your grandparents, which is the Creepcast with Bree and Burr. We're also on TikTok because we're hip, we're cool, we're with it. Funky it's fresh. at the Creepcast, all and lowercase. We- <laughs> and we also have a website which tells you all the magical things, which is the Creepcast.podbean.com. Thanks again. Are you a real white girl because you tore somebody's face off or because, you know, you did good deeds and you earned it? Because <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. that's all I can think of. Oh my it's God, the mean. Like what? With fucking Pinocchio operating on the one kid, taking his face, and he's like, I'm going to be a real boy. And then the Pinocchio story is just like, I'm a real boy because I did good deeds and shit. <laughs> Oh my god, see, I totally thought you were talking about, like, in Hinduism, they have the the different levels or whatever, and if you do good deeds in your life, you get reincarnated into the person with good luck, and in, in India, obviously, the lighter skin you have, that means the better the life you have, because you're not outside doing labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you said that, I, yes, thank you, that's exactly what I was looking for, but when you said that, that's what I thought you were referring to, not fucking oh Pinocchio. <laughs> well, I'm a totally different ball field, Oh, Jesus, what'd you do? I... This is going to be sexual, and I know it. <laughs> nope. Let's take it to the Bill and Mandy version. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. We need to watch it. We're gonna eat them. Yeah, Pinocchio has to eat the flesh of a real boy, so that way he can become a real boy. I forgot about that version. Sounds about right. Three versions now. It's great. I'm all for it. And then when you when you said we're referencing stealing people's faces. I thought you were just, that was just, you know, an alien taking over. And I was a little worried that you were on to me. <laughs> Which makes me think of, what is it, Mars Attack? Oh, yeah. Mars once Attack. Once again, I'm in a Where it, it, it takes the fucking beautiful face off and it's like. And puts it on a chihuahua. Oh, the other the, one. The other one, yeah. I was thinking of Leatherface. Well, that's because you're playing off of that fucking one game. Hold on. I'm computing. <laughs> okay, now I got you. I had to, like, for some reason, it took me a second to con- connect the connotation where that was coming from, and I was like, what even got us here in the first place? So it took me a minute, I had to rewind a little bit, and then I found where I left off. Devil's Rejects does that, too. Or was it Devil's Rejects? It was one of the Rob Zombie movies, and it has... House of the Thousand Corpses? I think so, where they chase that one couple around in the hotel, and then he just, like, cuts the boyfriend's face off, runs up to the girl and goes, give me a kiss, brother. Oh, no, that's, like that. no, that's, um, I don't think that's Devil's Rejects. I think that's the newer one from Three from Hell. I don't, no, I haven't seen Three from Hell. It was one of the older ones. It, if it wasn't Devil's Rejects, maybe, it was one of the other Maybe ones. it was Devil's Rejects. Now I'm trying to think about, it's all blurred together because I watched them all within close range of each yep. other, so some of it blurs together. I just haven't seen the new ones, so. Hmm. You'll have to watch it. It's pretty solid. Cool. 
Anyways. Gosh, fucking healing. Hi, welcome back. Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome back to the Creepcast. This is going to be our final episode until we're done with our break. Yes. Because they have me working next Tuesday night, and then the night after I... We technically could, but I think we're just at this point, this is good. Instead of, you know, doing two in a row, week off, and then, you know, month off, might as well just wrap it up for now. And then, like I said, we'll get back to it probably mid-October. Yes, yes. Because Burr and Austin are leaving me. Like they always do. Oh, my mess. Sorry, I gave me a second. There was a piece of frosting on here, and how stupidly I put it in my mouth, and I tasted this nasty fucking... What in the fuck? Like, it's cleaner or something, and I was just like, oh, I need that taste out of my mouth. I was going to throw up. I felt like a raccoon. What? <laughs> what? What? I would never... Raccoons force Wipe something off of this table where one of your children, at least one of your children has been at, and swiped something from the table and put it in my mouth. So I said stupidly, <laughs> I put it in my mouth. Let the rest of it fucking fall, and there was a little bit on my finger, I was just like, no, no, no. Why would you do this? Because I hate myself, apparently, <laughs> so much. So badly. Who hurt me so badly? It was me. <laughs> I did this to me. You're welcome. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. Right? You're stopping. No, it's happening. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love what it. What is that? Energy drink whore. She's gonna have a heart attack. Heart attack. I've got two or three monsters in my locker. Oh my god. And they're the watermelon ones. At least it's not like back in the day where you guys would just deposit your empty monster cans and boxes I into my locker that I never used. Do it. Well, it was Chris, mostly Christmas. I was gonna say someone had to at least almost do it I, every single girl, time. Girl, if you missed fucking swim class, I was screwed because I couldn't remember the fucking combination. Like you really think I'm gonna? Re- I remember where your locker was, but I didn't remember the fucking combination. Oh, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere too. Because all right, so explanation about our high school: it has two separate third floors. It's great. That's not connected whatsoever. Mm-mm. And my. You locker stairs all the way from one, yeah. from one side of the building all, all the way, way to the other and then yep. yes oh no i know and you had five minutes to get there yeah and then a thousand other students true but i just had i think i maybe had a math class mm-hmm. or maybe i didn't maybe the year after i did because i was like you know this would have been locker would have been more useful yeah it was the next year this year but yeah, and then I just remember having to clean out lockers, and all of a sudden, an avalanche of fucking <laughs> concert cans and boxes come falling out of my locker like some kid Kyle has been living there for the entirety of the school year. <laughs> One of her people next to her is just like, you must really <laughs> this kid. I just remember him having, like, I don't know if he was Jewish, but, like, he had, like, a Jew for a bit, like, very curly hair. And um, he was a little bit smaller, like, skinny, dweeby kid. He just chose me. He goes, wow, you must really like monsters. <laughs> no, my friends do. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, I love that. It was Mine just, were always on the first floor Why by couldn't the we find a garbage can? Why were we hoarding always. them? <laughs> That's what I want to know. 
I used to have a giant fucking stash in my closet that had the glass ones, all the different colored ones, and then just a fucking, I just started collecting the boxes and all kinds of shit. My dad went in my closet one day. He's like, you need to stop. (laughs) And you wonder where your son gets his fucking. But I had places for all my stuff. Always had places. Nothing was on the other floor. I didn't live like a like. It looked like my room was a hoarder's episode. I know. I, I feel like until you open up the fucking closet, it was stacked nicely and it was above everything else. Thank you very much. I still had clothes hanging up. I still had my TV in there with my PlayStation. <laughs> I feel like the listeners are just picturing Amber as this small gremlin-like child. Just, not I've got to, I've got to like, organize the monster. My dad used to yell at me because if I ran out of um, the fucking drawing paper he and he wouldn't get me another one or let me go to the store to get another one i start drawing on the walls i'd fucking do it and it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be pencil but it'd be like the um not pastels the chalky ones oh the um, oils charcoal charcoals were basically but they were colors oils not chalky austin <laughs> so I, I put them on the wall my dad like he's like will you stop he's like you need to clean your walls and i was like i don't need to do shit <laughs> Buy me another sketchbook, bitch, and I'll see what it looks like. I just put a poster over it, and he'd be like, is that thing gone? I was like, maybe. (laughs) What's the problem? Oh, my God. I fucking can't. I would never... I didn't give a fuck. I would see. I cleaned my the, walls and everything when we before we moved out, obviously, because I'm not that asshole. But yeah. if I sneeze too closely to something, my mom be like, "You need to sanitize and clean that immediately." Clean. But the kids get their attitude from me. Yeah, they're oh, little shitheads, just like you. Arrogant, fucking bullheaded as shit, and I'm just like, there aren't enough walls in China to throw you through right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love my kids, but goddamn, <laughs> I almost my goddamn. <laughs> I about spewed, y'all. <laughs> oh my god! So on to this week's topic. Before a hiatus, we decided to do another horror movie, and we let Austin pick it, and I think I regret it. You know what? The theory seemed good. I can't help that it turned out like shit. I, like it was like you should have known. It was like Children of the Corn style shooting. Kind of. Like, it just didn't look clean. Mm-hmm. We didn't really understand the plot until, like, towards the end. Like, yeah, about a third of the way through, and I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was figuring it out, like, because, dang, I don't know what took you guys. Um, hello, I know. was serving food, feeding animals, doing dishes, and then I came in here, I was like, so what's going on? And you guys are just like, so no, 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 and the stop watch for a minute and they're like, minute is that? I'm like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't know. This movie's just fucking weird. And it's called Population 436. Wow. Wow. And I was like, I don't know about this. And I mean, I don't know why we thought it was going to be good when the main character slash hero person is a census investigator. I don't know what that means. He means he. Okay, so the census, you get that like paper so many times to like be like, okay, how many you know people live in the house or whatever. It's to keep a track of the population. Oh. And obviously, this one population has been four thirty six since like eighteen ninety or some shit. 
So he's going so to check the numbers. So that's fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. So fucking Steve. Steven. 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 <laughs> like I'm pretty. <laughs> Steven. Anyways. But yeah, Steven. Census investigator. Or investigator from the Census Bureau. Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's who our hero character is. I don't know why I was expecting anything better than that. But, you know, here we are. Mm-hmm. But it's a direct video. Oh, that's why it was direct to video. No wonder it had like the um, made for TV movie uh. styling with, you know, like with some of the Stephen King movies that were just straight to TV or whatever. Okay. That makes, makes sense. sense. Anyway, so it's a direct video mystery horror film directed by Michelle McLaren and starring Jeremy Sisto, Fred Durst, Peter Outerbridge, and Charlotte Sullivan. I don't know who any of these people are. Mm-hmm. They look familiar. Well, one or two look familiar, but otherwise, meh. Uh, the film was filmed on location in Steinbach, Manitoba, including scenes shot at the historic Mennonite Heritage Village Museum. Hmm. 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 Isn't it like Mennonite's like some kind of religion, yes? I think so. Yeah, or like a tier of religion or something. I want to say that was the religion of the Amish. Ah, I think that is. Mennonites or whatever. Makes sense. Point being, I'm surprised they let that happen. Right? They don't like electronics in their in their midst. Well, if you think about it, they didn't really have a lot of electronics. They only had watches. They all dressed very. But I mean, like the um, cons- they had the cameras. Parts. I was talking about the shooting in the Amish. If it's an Amish, yeah, the true, yeah. Where did they have digital clocks? I only seen all the. When he was in his room, he had a digital clock. No, probably his own. No, he had a cell phone. No, oh, that was yeah. his own. The flip phone was. Everything else in that town wasn't, because they had to stop the clocks, too, by hand. Yeah, anyway. which is weird, but whatever. So anyways, Steve Cady, a U.S. Census Bureau enumerator. See, it, it's not even, like, investigator. It's enumerator. What the fuck is that word? Yeah. I've never heard of it. It probably has something to do with numbers. Mm-hmm. But this is who you pick as your hero character. I know it's probably like, oh, it's some average Joe potentially saving the day. I'm not interested in average Joe, okay? (laughs) Give me fucking Chris Hemsworth and a fucking blonde-ass, well, longer wig, because he does actually have blonde hair. I'm not interested in reality, sir. (laughs) I want 90s Brendan Fraser swinging in right <laughs> to rescue me <laughs> I'm so glad that he's making a comeback like it's just so wholesome yeah it's the best I love it and if you don't know who Brendan Fraser is Shame you are you. missing fucking out watch the mummy the mummy returns mm-hmm. don't bother with the third one that doesn't exist airheads or was it metalheads I think it's airheads and you know there's other great movies George of the Jungle mm-hmm Man, that man was hot. Um, what's the other one? Bedazzled? What was the one where he was like the caveman? Bedazzled? <gasps> no, it was a... Shit, what was it? I know what you're talking about. I love that one. 
Where it would fucking draw boobs and shit. I don't know. Point being, Brendan Fraser, we love you. They used the dog's papers for him to get into high school, too. I remember that part. I don't know what's happening, but we'll have to Google it. Yes. Yes. But we digress. So, this enumerator is sent to the remote and seemingly idyllic village of Rockwell Falls, North Dakota. There's your problem. Dakota. North Dakota. I don't... Listen. The Dakotas mean nothing to me. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever go there. I probably would have driven through there. I definitely flew over it on my way to California. California. But I give zero fucks about the Dakotas. I had to show you TikTok. Why would you fly over North Dakota? Not North Dakota, South Dakota. You said North Dakota. I said over the Dakotas. I wasn't sure if I flew over the North, but I was 99.9% sure I flew over South. To get to Colorado. Maybe. I don't know. Listen. Possibly. I'm not a scientist. Nor do I play one on TV. Listen. Silence. Point is, fuck the Dakotas. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you live in North or South Dakota, email us or write on our Instagram page. What should we give a shit about in your state? I want to know. Can you show me? Anyway. Anyways. Um, So he's to interview residents concerning the population. On the way to Rockwell Falls, he is distracted by a woman falling off a horse, and his vehicle hits a pothole and bursts two tires. Which. Those aren't potholes, by the way. Yeah, no, they are, but, like, they're there on purpose. Because. are craters. You start off the movie where, like, it's flipping between this lady giving birth and then this guy speeding, trying to drive out of the village. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. cop is like, pull over, and he's like, no. And, and he knows by name, too. I remember that part. And then he hits those fucking potholes, flips, and his car explodes. It um, flee, flee. And I was like, oh, no. And then the baby was born. And already I'm like, okay, so somebody dies when someone new is born. That's all I'm thinking. It's nothing to do with, like, other people moving in. Mm -hmm. That was my my thought process. So... Anyway, so he burst his two tires on the same potholes. Dude blew up his car in earlier. Uh, He's eventually picked up by Bobby Kane because the lady on the horse is like, you should just go to the next town for their, you know, auto shop. And he's like, it's 50 miles away. And she goes, well, start walking. And I'm like, damn, Linda. Woman, loan me thy horse. Right. But, you know. You can start walking. I'm going to take that horse and clop all the way over there. As Lil Nas said, I'm going to take my horse. Something Old Town Road. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics because that's the one little Nas song I really don't give a shit about. But these new songs, bangers. As the kids would say, I was it's a bop. Say, she says a horse and rides a cowboy. That's the actual song. No, no, different one, baby. Old Town Road. Donnie's favorite song. Felix's favorite song. Old song. Yeah. 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 This is yeah. Welcome to the Circle of Corrections. <laughs> I don't know my own children Burke anymore. corrects Austin on song. I correct Burr on child. <laughs> the cycle continues. 
great. But anyways, so he's eventually picked up by Bobby Kane, the sheriff's deputy who drives him into Rockwell Falls and helps him find a place to stay. Which... I just like that at first he's like, Bleh, and then he's like, oh, I'm from the Census Bureau. And they're like, well, blot him in. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, you know, whatever, which actually now looking back on it, it makes sense. And we'll kind of circle back to it later. Um, so anyways, I digress. So whatever he gets sent through and, um, you know, they leave the car and two on the way to this place. He like met like two other people and like the dude, like no one would talk to him about it, which... It's like, okay, you know, that town's sketchy. Mm-hmm. So they go, you know, talk to the mayor and stuff, and then, you know, get them set up at this woman's house whose daughter is, you know, all hot and shit and was the girl that was on the horse. I don't know. It was just a weird... It's a weird long build-up to it, and I don't even really want to bother, like, going into deep details for like the first half of the movie because like legitimately it's like well he talks to a person mm-hmm. some things are mildly creepy you know like that's that so during his stay uh, Steve notices a number of disturbing things about the town including its people acting strangely I could have clocked that first before anything else uh, he begins to have eerie dreams. There's also talk of the fever from the townsfolk, several of whom treat him as though he was not just a visitor, but a permanent new resident. Because, like, you at one point hear the shop person be like, oh, yeah, he just moved, in, just moved in. And they're like, he's like, no, I'm here temporarily. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, bitch, what? Uh, so then his research reveals that the town's population has remained exactly 436 for over 100 years. People who try to leave Rockwell Falls seems to meet with bizarre and deadly accidents and just vanish, which the residents believe to be the work of God. Uh, Steve then becomes romantically involved with Courtney Lovett. I wouldn't call it romantically involved. I would just call it that they were fucking. Yeah. Because I feel like time. there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't like a whole lot of buildup. And then she was like, let's run away together. I'd be like, bitch. And then she's just like, don't forget me. And she's like, I'm going to force him to kiss me. And then it just. And then, it, yeah, and then it went into sex. And I was like, what is happening? This escalated quickly. Like, I get he was a widower, but like, what? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so she's a local woman and the daughter of his host, much to the chagrin of Kane, who is also in love with her. Well, and it's not even like an obvious competition for affection like literally the dude is like i'm gonna ask her to marry me and i'm like bitch y'all ain't even in a relationship Mm -hmm. you know so that's kind of weird but then you know like i said and then the guy's like oh yeah totally and then like they then hook up like two or three days later yeah which i get like the dude being hurt by but also like the guy was like oh i don't even know what's happening here yep but so it wasn't much of like a competition it's more like oops I had sex with this guy's girl, and he just found out, and then, you know, it wasn't anything serious, but now he's upset. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and he was just like, you're my friend. He's just like, I and mean, I know the, you know, like, Have this you is not the girl heard like. of men saying that? Oh, just the oops? The, I didn't mean to. What yeah. do you mean you didn't mean to? It was an accident, I you, swear. You, like, you what'd you just, do? Fucking your dick. You tripped and while you were hard, and your dick just went right in. And multiple Where are your times, pants? yeah, right. Like, don't be fucking stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It was an accident. Ridiculous. 
Uh, he also befriends Amanda, a young girl whose father was killed trying to escape from the town and who is being held at the clinic of Dr. Griever. With a name like They're that. not friends. Yeah. She literally, like, tries to get help. He does try to help her escape later, and then she panics because there was no way they were going to escape with all those people there. Without her getting, like... And then, like, he's just like, I'm going to save her, and I'm like, wait, what? But I guess, again, yeah, his daughter died, so maybe, like, you know, that... Fostering that baby needs me! Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, but the Dr. Griever's the town physician on the pretext of treating her for schizophrenia. This, uh, schizophrenia, depression, um, he said mood swings, and something else. Grieving. Yeah. Because she lost her mom earlier, and then she lost her dad just recently. Yeah. Which I'm like, that sounds like a crack of shit to me. Y'all, listen, y'all don't have cell phones. And you expect me to believe that you're capable of, you know, deducing mental health illness? Mm-hmm. Without basing it off of, like, the fucking 60s? I think not, sir. But we digress. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Uh, Courtney and Amanda both express a desire to leave the town, but are afraid of the consequences of trying. So after stumbling upon some books on biblical numerology, Katie realizes that the townspeople attach mystical importance to the number 436 and are willing to go to extreme lengths to keep the population at that number. Anyone who expresses a... Desire to leave is treated for the quote-unquote fever because it's crazy if you want to leave your hometown. Clearly, they have not heard the Day to Remember song. I hate this town. It's, it's so, so washed up. up. And all my friends don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly they're missing out. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you later. Um, but so they're treated for the fever. Uh, by Dr. Griever with electroshock therapy. And I like how they said they could, um, they're like, you could see it, but it's a, it's a look in their eyes. I like, you know, like they're wild. It was like, they're trying to get away from you. Would you expect? <laughs> yeah, they're cornered in fight or flight mode. Their eyes are going to look panicked. Right. But whatever. Who am I to say? Uh, gradually becomes apparent to Katie that the residents of Rockwell Falls have no intention of allowing him to leave. Which, like I said, at that point, I'd be like, put me at the stake, baby, and light me on fire, because mm-hmm. let's fuck this number up. <clears throat> um, so then, after witnessing the execution of a seemingly will- uh, willing woman at the town feast, Katie becomes hysterical and is taken to the clinic to be treated for the quote-unquote fever. Mm-hmm. Which, that scene, I was like, oh my god. And I know it's, you know, this movie was clearly out before Midsummer, but I was like, it's, min- it's Midsummer. It's fucking Midsummer. It's, you know, doing the whole thing where you only live to so long. I don't know if they have like a required amount on their community. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Now I'm going to have to watch it again. Jonathan's going to be so excited. Because I've already watched it once and. He, I think he's watched it multiple times. He was saying it was good. I'm, I I should give that another watch just because, like, it's a very polarizing movie. I don't want to get too much into it because, you know, some people might have not seen it yet, but whatever. Uh, so, ba-ba-ba. I forgot what I was saying. But, yeah, so like I said, the, where she was just like, thanks for this honor, and then she just hangs herself. And she was the only one with red. 
Yeah. Everyone else was wearing white. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is the third time we've had this festival this year. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many times are you killing people? No, they said it would have been the third. But oh, that's right, because when the guy yeah. drove, got it. Right, I forgot about that part. And he's just like, why? And he's like, because of you. He, then she's just like, because, of, you know, you make. 437, yeah. Yeah. And they're all smiling. She's smiling next to him. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I feel like I don't, this is my personal opinion, but if I was the 437th person to walk into that village, why don't you just kill me? Right. Well, that's what the sheriff was trying to do, too. To to make sure that the bloodlines don't, like, go to... At this point, they've been at 436 for 100 years. One extra penis is not going to thin out the incest happening. Well, it's not just the men. Like, they're changing everything. Like, they're changing men and women. Mm, I don't know. Point being... I don't know. Like I said, as I feel like as a person, because the whole story was like someone was 437. They came in with all these like sitting and, you know, tainted the town and they had to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the new 437th person should be the one to be getting rid of unless it's a child born within the community. Like if it's an outsider being the 437th person, they should be the one that dies. I mean, that's what the cop said, too. He's just like... Before she has babies and stuff like that. And he's just like, you should kill him because nobody's going to care. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it just, it's one of those things that doesn't make sense. And I guess, like, we could have done a quick little look up on numerology. But, like, numerology, you might as well have just been like, listen, in this town we only have cancers, Virgos. And Pisces. If you were born outside of those star signs, then I'm sorry. You can't live with us. You get sent up the river. Don't worry. We won't kill you oh, because Oh, you're going to cool. have a baby, but we're literally one day away from, you know, getting out of Gemini season. You better hold it in. You better hold it in <laughs> for the next 12 hours because that baby comes out not a Gemini. We've got a problem here. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, just ridiculous. Huh. But anyway, so we continue. Um, bah, bah, bah. Uh, he escapes from his host and finds a sympathetic resident who came to the town eight years before uh, and was once in the same predicament. He helps Katie plan his escape after setting fire to the town's garage as a diversion. Katie rescues Amanda from the clinic but is forced to leave Courtney behind after discovering that she's been treated by Dr. Griever. Which, they only mentioned the electroshock therapy earlier, but then it turns out he also does fucking lobotomies. And it's not you like through the eye. some of the other people. Yeah. It's not fucking fun. And I just like that they have a whole ass family in a cell. Yeah. Right. And dressed up and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's just like, they haven't found the right place for us yet. But we're ready. Yeah. And it's like, what? You have to be rehomed? Like, what the fuck is happening here? What kind of gerbil? (laughs) Like, I don't know about this. Um, but, 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 so then she was treated by grievers, so then she had, like, the whole lobotomy thing. But not Which, I don't understand why it went all the way. Oh, yeah, because they sometimes went in through the skull top, didn't mm-hmm. they? I forgot. No. Not only was it ever the top of the skull, no, it was usually it was the temple the... or the eye. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder why they went well, with that. Unless they're implying that it went all the way through. But that no, doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, that doesn't make too much sense. I don't know. Again. 
not a scientist. Yeah. Uh, so as Katie and Amanda flee, the town is in a stolen tow truck. A storm is brewing with dark clouds and lightning strikes. Katie then realizes the cross hanging from the truck's rearview mirror and a doll on its dashboard both appeared in his dreams. The pair then hit a semi head-on, dying immediately after leaving town. Yeah, but in that part, too, they're just like, Rosary, came, like, it looked like it came out of nowhere, because I don't remember being there earlier. Or maybe yeah. it just, like, fucking bounced a certain way and noticed it, looked at the doll, and I was just like, oh, no, like... Gas. That's stuff he's seen in his nightmares because you see it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then then he looks up and he's already fucking head on with the truck and the truck just magically beeps at him at the very last At minute. the very last second, like, the truck is going to hit it. I'm like, the fuck? Like, sir, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like he said, so then it, like, is that whole... Well, prophecy that they were talking about, because the one guy who's like, it's self-fulfilling, he's like, you don't believe it, but then it was like, you know, they went with not believing it. Final Destination. Yes. Yes. But less cool. (laughs) My favorite still is when the guy, I can't remember if it's like the third one or something where he's working out in the gym, and the thing slices and cuts the cord to the thing, so then when he goes to do it again, the weights just come in and crush his fucking head. Sick. (laughs) Dude, and also, again, Ash versus Evil Dead. That shit is wild. There's an episode where his car is possessed. Nice. Some of the most fucked up core scenes. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but this shit's fucking wild. I'm obsessed with it. I'm almost done, I think, with season two. So I should be on season three soon here. Almost done. But I digress. So... It goes then back, it ends with Frank, um, one of Katie's co-workers who has come in search of him, um, which is like, you see the dude for like 10 seconds. Like, he's, there's no mention of him earlier. It's not like he's on the phone with him and not like, oh, yeah, if I, once I finish this in a couple of days, we're going to go fishing, you know, like well, whatever. Yeah, he's just like, he, uh, Mr. Katie did say, he's just like, oh, yeah, he's just like, they'll come looking for me. And they're just like, oh, no, we took care of that. And then it seems like 20 minutes later, that's when they, they get a fucking letter that's typed. Yeah. By the way, not handwritten or anything. Well, yeah. And with the, and it's just like, I have found happiness. Don't come and look for me. Also, it's like typed with a typewriter. Yeah. With a fucking typewriter. It's like 2006. Yeah. And then it's a picture uh, that they took earlier in the film with oh, him yeah. and the girl together. I forgot about that. Um, and then, <clears throat> uh, so like I said, it was just kind of like a little random one-offish not like a lot of background because obviously it doesn't seem like he has anyone coming for him unless like that was like the whole plot device was to make it seem like there's no one coming for him because you know his wife and daughter had died oh yeah yeah um but like he said so this guy comes in search for him he gets picked up by the sheriff after his car hits the same pothole uh that katie's had blowing his tires in an echo of the beginning of the film oh and it shows a tow truck hauling the other tow truck yeah which, I mean, again, like, also makes sense. That's how they're trapping people, because it's not only a, a trap to keep people from leaving, but it's a trap from people coming in to stop from leaving. Yep. And one do- guy did explain, though, too, because he's just like, why can the drivers leave? Because there's delivery drivers. Oh, yeah. From, like the, uh, the there's, outside. like, two delivery drivers, yeah. And he's just like, why can they just come and go? And the other guy's just like, because they don't stay the night. Mm-hmm. So it's tainted soil. Yeah. Because if you stay the night, 
then that's when you get locked in. And he said, and, he, and then he asked, mm-hmm. and like, they have obviously you been getting need the nightmares. Yes. I forgot about that too. When he was like, have you been getting the nightmares? Cause I didn't exactly get the understanding. And I know they had mentioned that with like the fever. So I don't know if they were trying to do like the full whole bait and switch where it's like, there is actually like a sickness in the town or whatever. Um, versus, you know, just premonitions of your death if you leave. Um, so it has a 35% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, indicating largely negative audience reception. Uh, critics gave the film negative to average reviews, describing it as forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's like, and again, I know Midsummer came like way after, but it's like, it's like the beginning the first draft of Midsummer. That's the best way to put it. Not to call it like a knockoff Midsummer because again, it like came out earlier. Good so movie. it's like first draft. Yeah, like good. it was. It's all right, movie. Would I watch it again or go out of my way to watch it? Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Had I, good. Would I have watched it had Austin not been like, yeah, that one over the other one? Probably. You're welcome. Now we had that experience. Yes. Which, I mean, I guess it's better than watching one that came out this year, and it's probably also going to be terrible because yep. it came out this year. The last one that came out this year was crap. It was so bad. Crap. <laughs> and the scene had the girl doing a grappling hook up a tree to get on the other side of the electric fence. So, yeah, you know, it probably was not going to be good either way. Yeah. Just, oh, it's the eerie or eeries. The other one I was thinking where, like, I guess some girl commits suicide at, like, Ooh. a... Catholic school or Catholic orphanage. That's in a different language, though. Okay. I started trying to watch it, and then I realized it was in Spanish or something. I'm like, later. (laughs) Yeah, we have to be in the mood for... Because Veronica was on my list for, like, two-some-odd years. And it's yeah, just like, I watched this is the that movie one. that nobody can ever finish. And I was just like, challenge accepted, watch it. I was like, this is crap. Yeah, no, it was so funny, like, because they, like, there were so many articles of, like, the scariest movie on Netflix. And I was like, is it, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some startling parts, but it wasn't like, oh. Oh, my God, I'm going to have nightmares. I can only sleep during the day now. Yeah, honey, my work gives me nightmares. Right. If you're giving me a nightmare, that's not exactly a, you know, wow factor. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, all this morning I was having a nightmare about being late to work tomorrow. Oh, my God, I hate those fucking things. I always have fucking nightmares about that shit, being late, having to be at home, making fucking load plans and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, is this what my life is now? Well, it's... <laughs> I'm not even scheduled to work for the next two days, it's, and I'm freaking out. It's very rare that I have dreams about being late. It's usually about being just sat over and over and over again to where I can't greet any of my tables and I can't get anything done and then I'm just helpless and all my tables are see me just running in a circle and are getting mad because it's like I just can't even keep track of what I'm doing and then the other one is sometimes like uniform related I had a dream that I was trying to put on black slacks and every time I would pick up a pair of pants that would look like black slacks I'd put them on and they'd be a completely different type of pant they are navy blue well they'd be like (laughs) they'd be like pajama pants or like my constellation jeans you know and it's like like, oh my god I was like what is happening (laughs) and I was yeah so like I said so it's the first time I've had one be like straight up about being late but enough about my nightmares Tell Back onto this nightmare of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, we go with the ones we know, and then it's like, okay, good, because, you know, obviously we know. But these ones, man, every time I'm like, okay, this looks, like, different, and it's not just, like, you know, mainstream horror movie. And then I'm like, 
what the fuck have I done to myself? <laughs> right? Fucking cop priest movie. Fucking hero enumerator. <laughs> right? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> maybe they're all... Maybe, oh. See, I almost forgot about the point I was going to make earlier. That I wanted to wait. I was going to say, my theory is that they send they always take in a census person and absorb them into your, their town because it will be less suspicious and then it gets the census op- bureau off of their back for a few years. Ooh, yeah, cuz it it seemed like every 10 years cuz mm-hmm. it'd say like whatever timeline for this one and it said 436 and then it'd be like some more gaps and then it'd say still 436 mm-hmm. so Huh. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking is it's like that's they always just end up keeping the census person. And the guy was from Chicago, he yeah. said. Where was this again? They said North Dakota. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Y'all don't have agents out there? Y'all don't have your own Maybe agents at each them. state? And they're just like, mm-mm. I know that city. No, cannot fucking with it. Send somebody else out there oh, that yeah, thinks they're hot someone. Huh. Okay. Which, what? again, an enumerator. They're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm the top agent at my uh, company, and I count all the numbers real good. I'm a young, fucking hot shot. (laughs) Like what? I solved the numbers cases before they even started. What was his name? Was it Carl? Maybe it was Carl. It's um, Soul, because the other ones were Jerry. And the one guy is just like, I oh. counted the numbers. And they're just oh, like, yeah. well, it's your problem. Then he's like, I'll fix this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then they make it. They're like, oh, yeah, we dealt with him or whatever. And they're like, what's that over there? And then they just, like, fix the number. Yep. Which oh, he's using a counter. But whatever. What do I know? It's great. <laughs> it's an Agathus. Yep. Yeah. But I can just think of Connie. I hate Agathus. <laughs> Oh, that's ridiculous. I can't. I really want to learn how to count with one. Do it so we can ground the kids with it. <laughs> it what do you mean? It's you just that helps you keep track. So like when you're counting on your fingers, you're like you know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Except it's the beats, and then every time you switch sides, or like they'll have like the bigger number, maybe like you know you do ten red ones, so then that equals one green on the next row, and then like that's the system. How do you do math on it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Slide over the one on the next yeah, row. Bump the, the top row back. When people get really good, you don't see them going to like. Yeah, no, yeah, you do. Because they count and then they move one and then they slide. This thing gives me anxiety. I want to have it in my house. It's like old timey fidget spinner. I need this in my house. But that's, yeah, that's how you count, because it's always, the topper was ones, and then it's tens, hundreds. We'll look it up after this. I'm telling you that's what it is. And if I'm wrong, I don't care what it is. I need it in my house. (laughs) Maybe I can find little skulls. Oh, my God, I'm dead. (laughs) But, yeah, so point being, that's my theory, is that, you know, every time a census person comes, that's why they keep them, because they want to keep them alive, because it looks better. So had that other dude come by, like, they wouldn't have kept him, I think. If Probably. the other guy stayed, if Steve, Steve had stayed, Frank would have then just been sent on his merry way and they wouldn't have kept him overnight because then Steve would have been like, oh, yeah, no, everything's great here, like, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And that's that. 
Yeah. And just be like, yeah, it's just some wild coincidence the whole time that it's always, you know, 436. So, you know, there's fluctuations, but at the end of the year, it always ends up balancing out. It's just weird. I don't know. But yeah, so would I tell you to watch it? Don't. I suffered for you. You didn't miss much. We'll do better come October. <laughs> That's a lie. We're probably going to pick another terrible one, but it's worth it. Because honestly, if it was good, well, I don't know. I feel like we had a lot of good conversation with Grave Encounters. Whatever. Point being, we did this for you, America. You're welcome. And other countries, because people download this in other countries. I'm sorry. We did this for you, the world. We did it for the world. What's next month? September. And we're taking a high maybe until October. Does that mean people can wake us up when September ends? <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> if you follow us on TikTok and you listen to our <laughs> podcast, for the love of God, spam our DMs and our email with YouTube links of Green Days Wake Me Up When September Ends. Please do. I will answer my Twitter <laughs> I will download Twitter for that. That's how serious I am. That's, oh my God. That was like the ultimate so I'm just emo. just gonna say it. What? I hate that song. Of course you do. But it's hilarious for this purpose. Also, Amber's gonna divorce you. Get out of my house. <laughs> What's next, Austin? You don't like that Ohio is for lovers? He probably doesn't even know that song either. I gotta hear it. Oh my god. Cause the heart is in Ohio. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Anyways, point being that was that was the most <laughs> you couldn't have been more emo if you had told them to play the black parade. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Why not? I love it. That just brought me so much joy. You're all welcome. But yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed our prattlings about this new movie. What? Oh no. I don't know. like this song either. Which song? Well, then again, the black. He, he wasn't an emo kid when he was growing up either. I don't care. No, I like other songs. I just don't like those. He's now just listening to shit that we heard in high school. So. I don't care that he's a born again emo. <laughs> He never was born, so whatever. I don't care if he's converted. You, I'm trying the best I can with him, and just there's no bright light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes. Do you like any of my Chemical Romance songs? I think so. Helena, okay. I'm not okay. Well, everyone likes that song. Oh no, shit! <laughs> I came on the radio the other day, and I was like, "Emo Bree is in full swing today, guys." <laughs> just gonna walk in all of a sudden I have a scene haircut and really thick eyeliner and I'm just like rah and they're like what is wrong with you <laughs> my chemical romance is on the public radio so this is who I am for the next 24 hours Damn it's like man. the full moon <laughs> my chemical romance comes out and I'm like oh no I'm transforming I cannot see it <laughs> oh, I almost choked on how funny I am <laughs> Yes. Yeah, but you'll hear from us in October, and that's when we'll be back and doing our spooky bullshit. Maybe we'll just focus on, like, top-tier horror movies, like, you know, do a full Exorcist, you know, review, like, classic horror movies that are, like, good. 
like the car. (laughs) (laughs) Christine, no. (laughs) Oh my god. That brought me joy. You're welcome. I'll even read the book. (laughs) Well, like I said, if you miss this, let us know. Wake me up when September ends. And, you know, Rate, subscribe, follow, donate, and have a spooky month now. You'll hear from us soon. Buy all the spooky things. Boop-a-doop-a-doop. Boop.